This is Late Night Health, and we are live from the Supply Side West Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I am sitting with one of my favorite people, truly. Uh, we've become very good friends, she puts up with me. Uh, over the last few years, uh, Karen Howard, the CEO of uh, the Organics and Natural Health Association. We're going to talk about a couple of things, including regulations. You were telling me that they were boring. They are. Yeah, they are. They're necessary boring. They are. And what happens is that, I mean, people need to know what's going on. You were on a panel talking about the Deshaies Act. Uh, for those people who don't know, you pick up a bottle of vitamins. There's a little label, and it says, this product has not been uh, examined, looked at, blah, 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 uh, by the FDA. Um, I was, I don't get it, but I guess it was some kind of concession back in the 70s, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was 94 when Deshea was passed by the United States. 94? Yeah, yeah. So we just, this has all been about a 25-year celebration of Desch- the passage of Deshea, Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act. So this is basically the response to what was happening at the time, which was sort of an onslaught against the whole dietary supplement world. Very different time and place, you know, no, virtually no internet. But they rallied. I wasn't a part of the industry at that point. I was working in the evil empire of managed care. Um, But they rallied thousands and thousands and thousands of consumers to write to Congress, the second only to uh, lobbying by consumers uh, against the Vietnam War. Oh, my. Yes. So it was, was, you know, it's the kind of thing that you don't see happen more than once in your lifetime, really. But we still have a problem with, with... People, government, uh, uh, elected officials, and even big pharma fighting the supplement natural products industry, don't we? We do, and it's a it's sort of a waste of time, given that now seventy five percent of Americans are taking some sort of supplement. Wow! So, when you look at, I mean, the question is, is certain. You know, every law is going to have problems, and and with technology changes and changes in the industry. Um, just the growth of the industry itself, there's a lot of changes, challenges that we have with things like new dietary ingredient applications, people not participating in that process because it doesn't work well. Um, so there's always a question of, do you want to open the law? Um, and my point yesterday was, be careful what you ask for and have an intention behind it. So if you want to open up a law or pass a new one just to rewrite regulations, probably not the best idea. So if you, have, you know, you can make incremental changes, which has happened every now and, and again, and, and certainly the CBD issue is pushing That's legislators thing we'll talk into about. this conversation. So if 75% are taking supplements, I'm guessing the CBD users are ranking up in the 90 percentile, <laughs> the way it feels. It's what, I mean, here at the show, the, the number one thing that everybody's talking about, no matter what they're creating. Everybody is talking about CBD. It's crazy. Everybody is. Hi there. Uh, Everybody is talking about what is going to happen with CBD. I talked to somebody yesterday. He said it's really not legal to sell. It's really not in the eyes of the FDA. It is certainly not. And several states have passed legislation um, using FDA as their example to say you're not allowed to put CBD in foods. So they don't want it in food and dietary supplements you but, put it on the skin, though? Yeah, topical. They don't have any rules for topical to speak of. And I just got an email today. I thought of you. I clicked the link, and it was CBD clothing. Oh, my. 
And I told you about the CBD uh, nail polish. Nail polish. I mean, so this is what hurts our industry, right? right? When uh, these you know wannabes just hop on to make a quick buck. And it's everywhere. I mean, we just had a press release out. I mean, I think your listeners are going to want to know this. Amazon has a policy that they don't sell CBD. Yes. They took all the good brands off. Everybody who labels correctly, uh, there are a lot of numbers. And all the rules that we have right. for good manufacturing practices, they're all gone from the site. So... You did a study. I, I, we did a little test. So right. we, we took the top four sellers at, on Amazon. Because when you query CBD, you get 10,000 hits back, even right. though they don't sell CBD. So we tested one of uh, the products came back with CBD in it, 1%. And out it, of the four? Out of the four, and it happened to be their number one bestseller. But that's not enough. And it had illegal claims. So here's the poor consumer, right? One, Amazon says none of these contain CBD. They're disingenuous and fraudulent to the consumer because it does contain CBD. Flip side, consumers want to buy CBD. They search for it, they buy it, doesn't have any CBD. It'll, do you think that if it doesn't happen, it'll go into the black market? Which there is a black market on this stuff. There's a black market for, yeah, that, that is true. I mean, I, I think, honestly, I think it's going to run its course. You know, we, we're still, FDA is rightly asking for safety data. There's a lot of research being done on this now. Um, I'm interested in the efficacy issues. You know, what, do we actually know what the right dosage is going to be? And uh, and then there's other problems with and know these products. So we're going to continue this, and we're going to find out some of these products have contaminants. If it has no no CBD in it, is it really derived from hemp? Well, that's it. So, or is it an adulterated oil? And we're going to find out. Uh, the other day, I went into a market. Okay. I think I said this to you the other day when we met. Went into a market, and as I'm checking out, there's a, a locked cabinet that had at least a dozen, maybe 15 different CBD products. Some were topical. Most were ingestibles. In a supermarket, where in the same county, uh, within the last two months, the Ventura County Health Department had a health food store remove some of the products. I didn't even know that they had the power to do that. Absolutely. And you know, uh, retailers are responsible for what they have on their shelves. Yeah. They're liable. Right. Amazon is not. That may be changing, though. There's a lawsuit working its way through the courts where one court did rule that a woman who was injured by a product, not an Amazon product, um, was that Amazon was to be held accountable. Because they were the retailer. So in the in the old days, Amazon was mostly their own products. Right now, they're a reseller primarily. So with the, it's going to work its way through the courts to see what what kind of liability is actually associated with this. In the meantime, um, you know we can't give consumers. You know we love to educate consumers. We can't give them a lot of information on how much to take. We can certainly teach them how to find a good brand, um, and we can. We can continue to do due diligence through testing and find out what's going on in the marketplace. What do you think is the takeaway from the show this year? Uh, you know, nobody wants to talk about CBD anymore. Um, and yet, you cannot take three feet on this floor without somebody giving you a gummy. Um, Gee, you're walking the better aisles than I am. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm like laden with it. I've had it in water. I've chewed it. I, you know, I'm not wearing it yet. Uh, but I think the takeaway is 
we're on the we're on the edge of something. I don't know if we're going to fall off and avoid. Um, I don't know if Congress is going to step up and kind of put some texture around what we're trying to grab. Um, and I, I I think that everybody's kind of walking on eggshells all around this issue. Do you think there's efficacy in CBD? She made a face at me. <laughs> Uh, so I'm a study of one. I can't. I can't speak for the rest of the world. I've been taking it since July. Right. Out of curiosity, uh, I'll tell you that I have a THC CBD salve that I swear by, and I can also tell you that any aches and pains that I have from my workout routine are not addressed at all by the CBD I've been taking. I think is one of the most interesting things I will ever watch because I think the placebo effect is and I think placebo effect is great oh absolutely there's nothing wrong with that um, so I, I I think we'll know but I really believe in full plan so I think that we've mimicked what the pharmaceutical industry has done but they took a CBD instead of the E F G H I J K. they took one boiled it down, beefed it up, put it back out, and it, t- it treats one illness. And, and that's that, what pharmacy does. That's what pharmaceutical right, companies exactly. do. Exactly, and that's uh, for uh, epilepsy. For epilepsy in children. In children. One kind of epilepsy. We don't do that in the natural products world. You know, we, we're more like, what is the ingredient? We, we do use science. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We use nanotechnology and all of this. But we've taken a very sophisticated system in our body that no one knows anything about. It's, it's brand new to us. Brand new. It, it is. And up until, what, last year, it wasn't even legal. I mean, three years ago, it was on all kinds of shelves, every place, every every kind of brand. And, and it, it was, and then overnight, it was taken off. And then with the farm bill, it was allowed again. And I think that's great. I'm concerned that big farmers are going to take it over. That's what my fear is. Well, they're going to do what they do. I mean, we can't stop that. What we can do is do the research and do the work to find the natural product that is a solution for people because the reason this is so popular is because people are desperate to have solutions for sleep, stress, anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. And that, to me, is what this speaks volumes of. And if, if CBA is helping people, God bless I, I wouldn't want anybody to, I don't think there's any harm in this particular product. But I do think there are better products that we will develop over time. And I'm excited and, about that. And I think that what's going to happen is that, it's, you know, there's a glut on the marketplace. Everybody's, you know, somebody's going to come up with CBD pencils. And, right? Yes. And shoes. I've got um, clothes now. So. And, and clothes. I've seen hemp clothing. Hemp but, clothing is great. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to do is I, I, I just I want it to be an OTC, an over-the-counter product, to keep the price down. And, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll, I know you've got stuff to do, and I'll, I'll tell you that um, I was watching an ad for some big pharma stuff. Right? I don't even remember what the what the disease state or problem state was, but at the end, in very tiny, very tiny lettering, it said. Monthly cost is rough is approximately thirty two hundred dollars a month. Get your coupon now is big for five dollar trial size or ten dollar trial size. There is, who can afford a drug for thirty two hundred dollars? 
It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Karen, if somebody uh, listening is interested in learning more about uh, uh, organic to natural health, where do they go? You can go to organicandnatural.org. And that is our, our website that tells you all about our organization and our principles. You can find, if you go um, and click over on legislation and advocacy, you can see all our press releases. So you can do that. And then we have this great consumer site called nutrientpower.org. And we boil down uh, a lot of great information on supplements and foods for the nutrients that people are deficient in. We've got a lot of information on omega-3, vitamin D, which we've done an enormous amount of work on. We're getting ready to update the site with magnesium, which is our next research target. Wow. Yeah. And we did uh, we did some video with you uh, again last year. Here. Was it here? Or in Anaheim? I can't Anaheim, remember. I Anaheim. When you announced it. Uh, natural... Uh, uh, Organics and Natural Health Association uh, CEO uh, Karen Howard, and thank you for uh, for spending time. I know you're thank you're you for super doing committed. this work, Mark. Uh, I appreciate that. It's it's become a passion. Uh, Late Night Health is now powered by pow- uh, Pod uh, Clips. Uh, powered by Pod Clips, and uh, we'll be talking about Pod Clips in the next couple of weeks as we take off. It's uh, an exciting venture that we're getting involved in, and I'm going to get Karen involved in it too with with the organization. Thank you very much. All right, the music's going to start again, and as the music starts, people look at me and say, "The music starting? Yeah, I can hear it." And uh, that means that we're out of time for this segment. We have more coming up from Las Vegas, Nevada, the Supply Side West uh, show from uh, Informa. Don't go away. Uh, Stay tuned because we will have more. Actually, in just a couple of minutes, we're backing up guests. I'm Mark Allen. See you in a couple of minutes.